2: TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. Enjoy more of the things you love with TCL. Get in the know, non-stop Vikings talk. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. Most make predictions and then never admit they're wrong. Yeah. That's not Mackie and Judd. This is the place where we just totally own our horrible predictions.
1: Write
0: this
2: down and eat them for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Write that down. It's write that down. Write it down. You like writing things down? With Mackie and Judd. Yeah, that's right. It's football edition. Football. Welcome into Purple Daily every Wednesday. So we have taken the classic write that down segment from uh, this goes back probably like to 2014 or 15 on Mackie and Judd, the radio show Uh, we've been keeping stats since 2018 and we've expanded the franchise to purple daily on Wednesdays. Just starting a few weeks ago, we've started to rack up a database of what will largely be incorrect predictions. We're the only show in America that actually keeps track of our predictions and holds each other accountable and uh, write that down on purple daily is football slanted. They have to be football-related in some form. Super Bowl is this weekend, so there's plenty of low-hanging fruit predictions. But three Vikings or football-related predictions from everybody each week. They must be quantifiable. We keep track of completion percentage and touchdowns if you have a prediction that goes above and beyond, uh, just like low-hanging fruit. If you want to be part of the show, every single week we welcome in listener predictors you can DM me at Phil Mackey or at Dex's tweets on Twitter, and we will get you scheduled, gentlemen. How are we feeling, Judd? Declan, I'm feel right. feeling all right. good
1: I, here. I don't think I had a good week. I think I know I had at least one thing come off the board, but I, I have I have some great Super Bowl predictions. I'm ready to go.
0: Okay, I feel more c- confident right now in the classic form
1: because yeah, you know it's, the it's comfortable. Form, you're a little outside it's your com- box it's here. It's
0: comfortable, right? The classic form. It's the classic sauce. Sure. Uh, I feel like this is a new a new uh, endeavor restaurant I've started. And mm. I don't know if I have the right ingredients quite yet for this one.
2: I mean, you're leading in completion
1: percentage going into
2: the week here, so
0: yeah. But am I dinking and dunking, or am I actually like am well, I good? Like, deep. am I good, or am I padding my stats? Check,
1: check down, Teddy. Still, gets those completion percentages, man. I, you
2: gotta. I feel okay. like I'm down okay. in,
0: in the fourth quarter against the Packers, and now I'm really
2: producing, and that's it's not really <laughs> I, real. I want you guys to know that my mission is to throw for the end zone as often as possible yeah week to week but especially this week i'm looking to throw for the end zone especially in one of them quite literally i are have a you, prediction that
0: are you we'll... are you Mahomes though or are you just the guy who is trying no, i'm or... Ryan Fitzpatrick yeah oh, so so the ball is so the ball is sailing
2: yeah i'm brett okay. F- i'm brett Favre. early 2000s okay. like like after his mvp run and before he went to the vikings that's what i was asking yeah interceptions don't don't matter to me I'm just throwing the ball Two defenders.
0: The you see them both. You say, yep. screw it. I'm going to thread the needle.
2: Yep. Okay, exactly. Fair enough. By the way, Brett Favre coming out today. I saw, I can't remember what platform yeah. basically saying that Deshaun Watson makes too much money to be complaining about things. That is correct. Just shut up and make money and play football. He's basically. done this before so. though. He's uh, just, yeah. It's Brett. So good old Brett. Um, all right. Let's get to the accountability session. We'll start with Judd. Zilke. Judd. You said the chiefs will cover whatever the spread is. According to the ESPN.com scoreboard on the day of the AFC Championship game. They covered with flying colors. They blew out the Buffalo Bills in that game. I think it was a three-point spread or something, and Mm -hmm. they won by, like, two touchdowns. Okay. Yeah. However, you did say Matt Stafford would end up with the New England Patriots in 2021. And then I found out it was never going to happen. Yeah, he, that's the only team on his list, list that he wouldn't play for. He just for said, it. don't trade me to the Patriots because I don't want to
0: play. <laughs> that's a pick six. Around that buffoon. But patri- you know what it was? Out route. <laughs> and I didn't see the cornerback. Right. That's a pick six. Asante Samuel jumped the route. And now I'm. And Plus, I watched it, too. So I got picked. I did not pursue the corner <laughs> at all.
2: I, in fact, went to the ground, so I didn't get hit. So one for two for you. Mm-hmm. little little uh, 50% completions. Now I told you guys. Okay. It,
3: <laughs> okay.
2: I told you guys and this is a touchdown because this was only a theory that we brought up. This was a theory that we drove throughout the fall. <laughs> I said a credible mainstream report. I, my my point was it's going to go from our theory to somewhat of a reality. We're going to speak it into existence. Yep, that and by the way, a bunch of people on our YouTube channel saying that we are uh, we are speaking the Kirk Cousins and Deshaun Watson stuff into existence. Hopefully, but hopefully. I think we're still I think we're still. I don't have a bone to pick with that. A little skeptical as to if it's going to happen. Yeah. So I told you guys a credible mainstream report will surface between now and March 10th on a Kirk Cousins trade to San Francisco. I have awarded myself a touchdown pass <laughs> yes! for this, but Declan seems to take issue. Yeah, Declan right away. I don't, what's up?
1: No, I don't think it's a credible mainstream report. It's some guy who is from some website we've never heard of. In fact, the the website that he works for has like less than a thousand followers. Yeah,
0: but he's got like Forbes on that list too, right?
1: Okay, you can appear on a website. That doesn't mean you write right. for them. I don't, I, you love can, I can give you a fire. hit for this. I don't
2: think it's a touchdown. Wait a second. Wait a second. If it's a hit, it's a touchdown. But, I, I, I mean, the, or, or, it, we're, we're debating two things here, and I'm I'm fighting for it to be correct, and right. it's a touchdown. Right. Let's examine the touchdown thing for a second here. There has been no actual reporting at any point. Right. Any Kirk Cousins San Francisco discussion has been us what's the guy theorizing? Name again? Who, who's the guy? I got it. Oh, it's Evan Massey. Evan, Ma- Evan, Ma- I gotta go Evan Massey. Evan Massey has seven thousand five hundred followers on Twitter. Okay. His work has been featured, according to him. He's a he's a blue checkmark verified reporter on Twitter. Nice beard, yeah, hard to do. He's yep. been featured on Forbes, ESPN, Yahoo, Fox Sports, SI, and Bleacher Report, and then he owns these other platforms. He says like Hoop Analyst, Net, NFL Analyst, Net, Indy coverage. He's out for sure now. Um, Fred, what do you, think? dude? He's a verified blue checkmark, and he reported. He reported flat, not to mention, I I haven't even mentioned the fact fact that like Ross Tucker and Mike Corio are openly talking about this. I think it had a credible,
0: so let's go back and read what Phil said, okay? A credible mainstream report will surface between now and March 10th on a Kirk Cousins trade to San Francisco here's where i think it's here's where i think it's right um pft did a credible deep dive Mm -hmm. like it doesn't say the trade if if you had said the trade was going to go down like like it was a trade to san francisco that was going to happen Mm -hmm. then you're not right but i think you're alluding to to somebody was going to take what we've been speculating on and try and advance it yes and mike florio did like a 10,000-word story on this. Yes. So I'm inclined to allow this to go. Okay. Yes. Okay. Because I think the semantics of your wording are are fine. Okay. Okay. Like, you didn't... If Again, if you had said that the trade, like, it was about the trade going down immediately,
2: then I think you're wrong. Yeah. And by the way, for the record, like for for something to be it has to be un- the other two people have to unanimously shoot it down for it to like when I when when one of us brings up a contention point, the other two have to shoot it down unanimously or if I we agree. have a if we have another person, it has to be a majority. It doesn't bother me. So, OK, All right. I had fight. a bad week. So I fight. <laughs> He's just laughing. I fight out. some <laughs> things,
0: but I'm not going to fight this one. I think it's close.
2: The listeners had nothing come off the board. Declan said Matt Stafford would be traded to an AFC team. Mm. Oh, and he said there would be a credible report of the, of the Vikings having interest in Brian Schottenheimer. Uh, I hired, did Google right? searches. There were none. And he got hired as oh, the got... passing game coordinator by the Jaguars.
1: Oh, oh sorry to hear that.
2: So uh, What's Urban What's that Meyer, new job now? Passing
1: game coordinator?
0: Yeah, like,
2: yeah Brad Sugar's Are we just had that, didn't he? Making up names now? Yeah, you just want to bring more people into your stable. But like, right? So
0: if I'm the passing game coordinator, am I above the offensive coordinator? No. Or am I below? No, you're below him, you're below. Right? But I'm yeah. a coordinator.
1: Right, but like the y- you game. are <laughs> focusing strictly on the pass. Don't worry about the line. Don't worry about the receivers. Don't worry about the so, running backs. Strictly passing.
0: The Vikings with Zim will never have right. a passing game coordinator.
2: Oh, well, maybe there's a prediction coming out. Well, that's verbally binding in this yeah. segment. got to be right? careful. No, but I'm asking this question. I'm saying, right? Because like he's like, passing game, what's that? Yeah. Uh, I would be shocked if they if they would have a All passing right. coordinator. Okay. So the stats the stats on the season. Judge Zolg had 50% completions, no touchdowns. Uh, I'm at 25% completions with the one touchdown. Declan Goff, 25% completions, no touchdowns. Listeners have yet to get anything on the Write board. it down. You like writing things down. They're just down. And uh, every week we welcome in guest listener predictors here on Purple Daily to take their shots. Josh, what's going on with you, man? Are you ready to throw the ball down the field? Are you going to check down? What's your strategy here?
3: Uh, I think I'm doing a little bit of both. Uh, I think I'm going to throw it down the field more. I got I got one check down, mm-hmm. but... um. Throwing the ball down the field. Okay. All right. We're going to push the ball down the field. Well, the Bruce Arians style.
2: And we're going to go like this. So Josh, Judd, Declan, back to me, Phil, we will make three trips around the room, one prediction uh, per lap. Write it down.
3: You like writing things down. All right, Josh, the ball is yours. Okay. So living in L.A., I, I had a Jared Goff one that would have been right, but <laughs> he got traded before I was able to come on. So I changed it up a little bit. So out of the two L.A. teams, the Chargers and the Rams, one of them will make the playoffs in twenty twenty one, and it'll be the Chargers, not the Rams.
2: Ooh. Ooh.
3: A little heat on Sean McVay
0: if that happens.
3: I I don't the Rams, their odds went up so much with Matthew Stafford, but I like the Chargers. I like that roster more than I like the Rams. Also,
2: that division is just ridiculous. Like the like it's possible that the Cardinals are the lowest oh, the West, team. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um I meant the the Rams division. Yeah. yeah. And so I don't know that there's a weak link in that division, and it's very likely that the 49ers are going to get Kirk Cousins to uh, take them to the promised land in 2021 as we speak that into existence. Write it down. You like writing things down. Uh, Judd, your first prediction.
0: All right. My first uh, National Football League. Write that down for this week. Or football. Patrick Mahomes will be the MVP of the Super Bowl on Sunday. Patrick Mahomes will be the MVP of the Super Bowl. I'm going with exclusively Super Bowl predictions since it's so easy. Have
2: we ever had an MVP that was on a losing team? I don't think that's happened. I don't think in the Super not Bowl that's
0: happened. Bowl. It's happened in the Stanley Cup Finals yeah, it's before. In hockey before. But I don't think it's ever happened in the Super Bowl. Okay.
2: All right, Declan, what about you? What's your first prediction? All
1: right, mine are all Super Bowl-related predictions, so they will all come off the board. Uh, Travis Kelsey will record the first touchdown for the Chiefs. Travis Killen, I Travis Kelce. If that. that being specific, is that a, that's not a, is that a touchdown? Because I'm being specific. Yes. And, yes. I'm saying, and there's yeah. a lot of weapons on the Chiefs. Absolutely. No, touchdown. Right. touchdown? Absolutely. Right touchdown. Been,
2: so
0: right,
1: it's sweet. the first So it's the first one for the Chiefs. For the Chiefs. Okay. Travis okay. Yep. gets to record the first touchdown for the Chiefs. I'm so it's very a specific. specific.
0: Yep.
2: Calling
1: a shot. Yep. Okay.
2: All right. Write it down. You like writing things down. I also have three Super Bowl-related predictions here. So Tyree Kill, if I'm not mistaken, went over 200 yards in the first quarter yeah. against the Buccaneers last time That's around. Right. Yeah. And it was, was ready to flirt with the all-time single-game reception yards record. Write this down. Tyree kill will once again, go over 200 yards of total offense in the game for the game against Tampa Bay, 200 yards of total offense for Tyree kill or more against Tampa Bay. All right. I think they're going to go in. They're going to be like, all right, we're going to, we're going to stop him this time.
3: And they're not going to as well. <laughs> write it
0: down. Do. You like writing things down.
3: All right, Josh. Mm. Okay. So this second one is a big, this is like a hail Mary one right here. So, with the Chiefs' offensive line issues and Patrick Mahomes, he's had some time off to deal with that foot injury, but my prediction is Chad Henney throws at least one pass in Super Bowl 55. Wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Josh. I love that. Oh,
2: That's, that's oh,
3: a great call. Oh, I love it. Yes. Touchdown. Ooh. Dude,
0: that that's, is. That's a what
3: down.
0: if there's a trick? Po- a t- That's a, a hundred yeah. ball. That's really oh, a, yeah, a touchdown. That's a 103-yard interception to the house touchdown. I wouldn't put a pass.
2: You know that Andy Reid, so I think you're kind of thinking like injury related, but this is, you know, for any reason, if if they'd run a trick play or something, you know that Andy Reid is sitting on like two or three play designs that he hasn't rolled out in the regular season yet. He's going to dust one of them off, at least, in this game, and it might involve Chad Eddy. Josh, that's fantastic. That's that is a great prediction. That's the spirit of right there. <laughs> I'm
0: envious of the thought process <laughs> yeah. that went into that prediction. All right, Judd, your
2: <laughs> second prediction.
0: Okay, I had a, a Travis, Travis Kelsey prediction, too, but it wasn't as good as Dex, so I scrubbed it, and I'm going to go with a di- in a different um, tact for Super Bowl Sunday, actually, that's off the field. Within the first three questions of Tom Brady's postgame press conference on Sunday, he will be asked about his future. So so within the first three questions, so I I don't care if it's a close game, uh, if he is the star, if he is the goat, no matter what happens and transpires in the game itself, within the first three questions of his Zoom press conference, Declan, he will be asked about his future.
1: So his post game, like what if what if he's being interviewed on the field? Does that count?
0: Um, I would say no because okay. I'm specifically saying post game, conference. Okay. game so press game like conference. Okay, so not like the the
2: sideline deal. I just want to know that you're making it a little bit hard for the official, and that's fine. The official scorekeepers have read that down here. I think I get the transcripts emailed from the NFL, and so I hope that that happens, so I don't have to like dig through and. Oh, we'll see it. Okay, I think we'll, well see we, it. But we'll see it. But if we'll it's s- like if it's like the sixth question, you know, we're only going to see it. I'm You of might context. have to self-report this one. Oh, I'll watch. That's fine. I, I will have to. Or I'm or not I can, complaining. I can go through the transcripts. I think I'm not complaining. I'm just saying
0: sure. within three questions.
2: By the way, his future, like he's going to play. That's the thing, but, right? He's going to play in a question. But, but I'm good, saying that he'll call. be asked
1: very quickly. It's a good call. Okay, not a touchdown. But are you really coming back? Yeah. All right, back to Declan. All right, in the spirit of touchdown throws and Andy Reid getting creative, a defensive player. Will sub in on offense and score a touchdown in the Super Bowl on Sunday. That's wow, two touchdowns, dude, dude. We got touchdowns yes. all over this show today. So, and this could this could happen with the Bucks too. I'm not yeah. specifying the team. A defensive player wow. will sub in on offense and score a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Wow, wow,
0: that's two touchdowns. William right? Refrigerator, Refrigerator Perry. Yep. Yeah, you know, I don't I'm know how many times tatties. this happened.
2: Screw this. I'm going for Tutties. Batman touchdown. <laughs> oh yeah, I love me a Batman touchdown. <laughs> I'm sorry, you are going for what? Tutties. Okay. I like that you didn't just say a defensive player will score a touchdown. Well, I originally You're saying he'll score that a touchdown on offense. Yeah, I
1: originally had That's what I originally wrote it down. It's like, but, no, 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 but no. But that's
2: a home run, too. If, like, oh, it's, for sure. It's not often that that happens. But, oh, this one's like, Write it down. You like writing things down. It's type of throwing. All right. I am checking down today. Write this down. Despite the fact that I've already predicted Tyreek Hill will go over 200 yards of uh, offense, which would probably lead to a Kansas City win if that happens, write this down. Tom Brady will overcome a double-digit second-half deficit to win the Super Bowl on Sunday. So the Buccaneers will trail by double digits in the second half, and and Tom Brady will overcome it, or the Bucs will overcome it, and win the Super Bowl. That's a touchdown, too? Yes, indeed.
3: Very specific. All right, back to Josh. Your final prediction. Write this down. Final prediction on Saturday night Justin Jefferson will be named offensive rookie of the year.
2: Yeah, he so it's him and Herbert, right? Who yeah. are, is there anyone else that's even Chase I, Young. Yeah, Chase Young had a great season. Uh usually it, it tends to lean toward quarterbacks, but I got I mean as far as being dominant in your position Justin Jefferson's legitimately in the conversation as a top 5 wide receiver in the NFL. Herbert might at some point be a top 5 quarterback in the NFL, but no one is putting him in that category now. So, I, if this happens, I would uh, I would agree. Uh, Josh, great job with your prediction. Since you have this platform on Purple Daily, is there anyone in your life you'd like to thank that got you to this moment?
3: Uh, yeah, I, you know, I want to thank my parents, my family, my mate, <laughs> and my amazing girlfriend Alyssa, and my dad for sitting through every Vikings game. But <laughs> Vikings fans, there is hope for the future. I I am feeling good about the future in Minnesota. Right now, love it.
2: All right, Josh, bring in the great predictions. Good stuff, Josh. Bring in the job, man. That was awesome. All right, we'll do it again. We'll do it again sometime.
3: Have a good one. All right, back
2: to Judd. your a, final prediction. Nice here. microphone. Nice man. mic. Dude, nice he had a pro setup, man. That was
0: a
1: good setup. You set the bar a little high there. Yeah,
0: I was going to say, I don't, yeah, <laughs> I don't know about me. Uh, all right, uh, my final prediction. I will continue on the Super Bowl theme, but off the field. Eric Church and Jasmine Sullivan will go over two minutes with the National Anthem on Sunday. Okay,
2: I didn't even know Eric Church I mean, was singing the National I, Anthem. I, I, I perked up right when you said that.
0: Eric Church and Jazz, I, I looked this up yesterday. These two, I guess, are going to duet the anthem. Oh, yeah, that'll take forever. Yep. So I'm guessing yeah. it's going to take, because I, I think Church law, man. I think Church did the, I read this, he did the anthem at a sporting event once and actually went fairly quickly by himself. Yeah. But if you're duetting it, I don't think that you will. So it will go over, Declan, two minutes okay. for the anthem. What's the halftime performance?
1: Uh, it is the
2: weekend.
0: Okay. Have, haven't you been watching those endless ads with the weekend?
2: I've seen a bunch of ads with the weekend, but that's I, it, I didn't yeah, know that. was all, all for the, Super Bowl halftime show. Where his face it's is Pepsi. all weird. Yeah.
0: No, his face is well, now.
1: It, his face is normal now. Now it was weird. It he's was. in
0: a car, and it's his face is normal now. But I okay. guess, like yes. Deck said, it, it was, was weird for it a while. Was weird. Like, why was it weird? He was doing uh, something. I.
1: You know what? Actually, food allergy know. or something. Maybe then. I don't know. I like the weekend. Um, well, so do I. But yeah.
2: Oh, sorry. I thought maybe the he was allergic to soy or something. Write yeah. this down. <laughs> right, who's uh, it on? Me.
1: All right, me, back to me. Declan. All right. Last Super Bowl prediction. Tyler Johnson, the wide receiver, will have a catch of at least 15 yards in the Super Bowl. So Tyler Johnson hasn't been targeted a ton this year. I think he only had like 15 receptions in the regular season, but Brady has found him in some clutch third down throws. Yeah, you're right. And this is off the record where the catch happens. But I'm just going to say Tyler Johnson will have a catch of at least 15 yards in the Super
2: Bowl. Okay. All right. Final prediction here, boys. I I'm just, I'm throwing the ball down the field here. I'm and quite literally on this last prediction. I'm looking for touchdowns. Write this down. One of the two teams will connect on a Hail Mary at the end of a half in this game. So, and and I'll just define that a pass of 40 yards or more to close out a half. Okay? And I'm not going to include for a touchdown in case it gets caught on the one yard line and gets tackled. I don't want that to derail a correct prediction. So so one of actually hold on at least <laughs> hold, hold, on, hold on hold on at, <laughs> at least one of the two teams will connect on a Hail Mary to end a half in this game. But you did that. a pass of 40 yards or more. Inside ten seconds, too. Just to clarify, inside inside ten seconds, forty yards or more. Okay. I realized the flaw in the first version of this prediction said one of two teams. Well, if they both connect on hail marys, awesome. then I would be incorrect on this. Specificity <laughs> can be your enemy sometimes. It can be your friend, and you didn't your enemy.
0: even think of that. Didn't yeah. even think of your potential.
2: Listen, I am a powder. high level. A you high are. level. Write that down. You're a PhD. Player. Write that
0: downer
2: or... So uh, those are your write that down predictions. In in just a second, by the way. Uh, there's an article on ESPN.com that discusses how close every team is to winning a Super Bowl. and Write it down. You like writing things down. Their thoughts on the Vikings. Um, every every Wednesday, we go through these predictions, though. Write that down, predictions, and, uh, and an accountability session. So if you want to be part of it, DM Dex's tweets or Phil Mackey. And this segment is always powered by our friends at Corona Hard Seltzer. Declan, Goff. Oh,
1: the Super Bowl's going to be a Corona Hard Seltzer. Influence show. It's probably going to be a, a, a solo Super Bowl party at Declan <laughs> Goff's house uh, this this Sunday. Last year, I survived Rami Makhlouf's Super Bowl party. And let me th- I wanted Did a he t-shirt. cook the full
2: spread last yes, year? Yes,
1: I wanted a t-shirt for surviving that party. There was appetizers, there was main dishes, there was post-dishes. I, I earned. I think i that's when I earned Rami's true respect is when he saw the figure and, and, and physique of me being able to keep up with Rami Makhlouf because the dude does love to eat. And uh, I was able to do that. But this year... It'll be powered by Corona Hard Seltzer, the only hard seltzer made with Pure Beach vibes with a refreshing splash of fruit flavors such as tropical lime, mango, cherry, and blackberry lime. Corona Hard Seltzer is a tasty, spike sparkling water with a splash of natural fruit flavor that allows you to enjoy the moment. In each can, Corona Hard Seltzer has zero carbs, zero sugar, 90 calories, and is gluten-free. Relax responsibly, Corona Hard Seltzer, spiked, sparkling water with natural flavors imported by Crown Imports. Chicago,
2: Illinois. So ESPN.com, this is I, I think this is a combination of like the NFL Nation Correct. reporters here. And it says 30 other NFL teams want to be in the position of the Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. One win away from Super Bowl title and Vince Lombardi trophy territory, right? Mm-hmm. And they have ranked all of the other teams. Well, they they've included the Chiefs and the Buccaneers in this, but they've got these categories current contenders on the cusp. One year out, two years out, three years out, and four or five years out. Buzz off. <laughs> Drop out of the league. The two years out and the three years out is a weird distinction. I don't know why you wouldn't just put like yeah. a couple years out. Multi years out might. Be Th- the... This team is two years out, but that team's three years yeah, out. Yeah. I don't got, know how you. You guys are that. really screwed. <laughs> three years for you. So before I go through this and and unveil where they think the Vikings are at. When you guys hear these categories, current contenders on the cusp, one year out, two years out, three years out, four years or more out, where do you think the Vikings are at? And Where where do you think the Vikings are at sort of currently constructed with a couple upgrades versus like where they could be at if they made a couple changes too? you can interpret it however you want? Well, I think,
0: first of all, that their interpretation of how they did this is probably going to be. Different from mine because when I watch the team on a consistent basis, I am convinced that the window of opportunity for most of the roster that they currently have, not the up and coming guys like Jefferson is closed. So I am going to say that I think they are at least three years out of a Super Bowl because Cousins is, Cousins is probably going to stay here and they are not going to win one with him. Um, and they're going to have to change things. And I actually think that they're also not going to win one with Mike now as coach. So he's going to have to be gone. I'm assuming that they won't be gone immediately. So I'm going to say, in my opinion, three years out.
1: Yeah, I think they're more two years out. If everything goes right, they can be two years out if they get the right quarterback. Obviously, if you get Deshaun Watson, we're talking about a complete different expediting process. But right now, with where they're at, their defense is basically, I mean, even even with the young corners who could take the next step, the core of their defense is basically at their ceiling, man. It's one year one year more with guys like Harrison Smith and, and Eric Kendricks and stuff before they really start to go downhill, I think. So I would say it's probably two years out. Petering towards the other direction too, unfortunately, where Judd is saying,
2: yeah, that's the thing. Like, I don't think they could. I certainly don't think they're on the level of the teams that are in the in the now bunch, and we'll get to this list. But I think, like, if they were somehow able to land Deshaun Watson and keep the roster intact and maybe add a left guard, I think they become one of the top six teams in the NFL. I, I and I know that Kirk had a good year, but I mean, adding a guy who can move, who's dynamic, who has more upside, and then you put him with those weapons. That Kirk had, someone who's more improvisational and just has a better track record late in games too. I mean, think about this. Kirk Cousins has started twice as many games in his career to this point as Deshaun Watson. Kirk has 16 game-winning drives. Deshaun already has 10. Huh? And so um and and I would argue that like last year he had really, last year was such a throwaway year for so many reasons. So if you make that change, you're in, in a different category. If you don't make that change, I just don't see how you're going to be anything other than glass ceiling good for a few years. So I would probably put them in like the two years away category. So in the now, like contenders now category, ESPN.com has Chiefs, Bucks, Bills, and Packers. So the four teams that were playing on championship weekend. That's ballsy. Yeah, it was very, very that took bold. A, that, very took bold a, that took a stance right there. Yeah. In the on the cusp category, they've got the Rams, Seahawks, Saints and Ravens. I don't know that I would put the Saints in that category. The Saints are so far over the salary cap. They're going to have to say goodbye to some key players. Drew Brees probably not coming back. I don't know if he's officially announced that or not. Yep. So, like, That's interesting. how are you on the cusp if you lose Drew Brees and other key highly paid players to, um, to just being pressed up against the salary cap? Yeah, I don't help, know. Help me exp- explain I that one. I don't know about that. Okay. Still a year away. They've got the Indianapolis Colts. The Cleveland Browns, the San Francisco 49ers, the Tennessee Titans, the Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Arizona Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So build in 2021 and go forward. The Steelers don't feel like yeah. they're a year away. They feel like That's the they're one. a year away from a total rebuild. Correct. Yeah, To me. They don't belong in that list. And, and
0: so, so this goes back to what we talked about a couple days ago as well here regarding the Colts. What I like about the Colts is because they don't have – a QB and they sort of have their pick of one. They are in a category that it would almost be more fun to be in, right? Because like if they get this right quickly, they can pop. Yeah. So that that's why I like the the sort of weird thing of if you're not going to have an absolute top QB, you
2: know what? Keep your options open. Yeah. Explore your opportunities. Go speed dating. Bring Philip Rivers in for a few minutes. Exactly. and Jacoby Brissett over here for a few minutes. <laughs> and now if you, <laughs> you can know? get you know. A
0: Watson, that's completely different. But if you're going to be like, we got a Cousins, yeah, it's okay. (laughs) I'd rather be in the instability of the relationship and be like, you know what, Kirk? It's been fun, but I'm leaving now.
2: Then there's the getting closer two years away category. And ESPN.com has the Dolphins, the Chargers, the Cowboys, and the Vikings are in the two years away category. And here's what they write. You guys tell me what you think. So it reminds us that their last Super Bowl appearance was in 1976. Thank you very much. Strategy for becoming a Super Bowl contender. The Vikings are the most successful NFL franchise. Seventh all-time in win percentage to never win a Super Bowl. This is still a highly competitive team that isn't afraid to spend, even if it goes against the trends of the NFL, like paying a running back megabucks. Minnesota teams are built on the strength of defense, which played a factor in the Vikings being one one game shy of the Super Bowl in 2017. With Mike Zimmer at the helm, the model isn't going anywhere. Biggest X factor. The offense showed it can score at will with just about anyone last year, but the defense, which is in the process of a multi-year rebuild, needs vast improvement. Minnesota has a formula to get the best it can out of Kirk Cousins, surrounding him with playmakers such as Thielen Jefferson Cook and Irv Smith Jr. making this uh, mention. Nice. If the team can find ways to improve the defense, such as spending on pass rushers in free agency or making scheme adjustments, then the Vikings would be two years away from getting to the Super Bowl. And by the way, this is written by our friend and contributor on Purple Daily, Courtney Cronin. So, um, I
0: disagree with one thing vehemently. They cannot score at will. That's the problem. They take if they're if their approach is if they're up by fifteen or down by fifteen. Their drive is the exact same. They matriculate slowly but surely down the field by handing it off to Dalvin Cook. But, Mike, you're down by 17 points in Tampa. Don't you want to score quickly? Hell no, not when we can establish the run more. Uh, I disagree with that, and that's where I think the statistical success of the offense blinds us to the reality of the shortcomings, which is they might have the components to score at will, but they did not do that. They definitely did not. The only the only time that they basically scored at will was when the opposing defense was up by a ton and basically said, we don't care. Yeah. Uh, so I disagree with that. I think that they are three years away because I think that they're fundamentally flawed in how they're going about their business. And I guess my case is that starting with the coach, I don't think it works. And so I think that you're going to have to... I'm pretty certain that the Vikings in 2021 are going to come back with what the Vikings believe to be the truth of football. Let's run and play D. And I think the defense is going to be improved. And I think that they'll win more games. But if we're talking about championship team, Phil Mackey's right like this whole show, we always talk about championship teams. We don't Mm -hmm. talk about I hope you can make the wild card round because that's sure a fun weekend. If you're talking about a Super Bowl championship team, this team is going to have to go through, uh, um, I think, at least a year of exploration of who they are to realize they're not in the right place, yeah. which is why I think it's three years and not two years.
2: Back to Purple Daily in just a moment. Federated Mutual Insurance Company, one of our partners here at Score North and a partner of many business owners around the state of Minnesota. Federated Mutual Insurance Company recently launched My Shield, the online client destination for risk management resources. As a business owner, think about how helpful it would be for you to have employee training at your fingertips, industry resources that can help your business reach another level of success. Do your employees drive company vehicles? Do they use ladders or other things that involve risk? Well, MyShield has resources to help your business with things like safety training and videos, customizable risk management plans, uh, sample safety program manuals, and other tools. Find out more by clicking on the MyShield link at federatedinsurance.com or download the app. Remember, it's federated. It's our business to protect yours. I also think it's easy to get tripped up. You know, this is about Super Bowl contention. This discussion in this article, and then there's playoff contention. And so it's such a it's such a short bridge to playoff contention because you're always kind of there. You're the Vikings. You're always competitive. You know, you draft pretty well and. Um, and so the the bridge to get back to nine wins or it was actually eight wins was the bar to get to the playoffs this last year. So that bridge, that's a very short, walkable bridge. But that's not this discussion. And it just it, it sometimes it feels like, oh, once you're in playoff contention, then you're close. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of teams and formulas that can get you to playoff contention that have no prayer of getting you to Super Bowl contention. Correct. The Chicago Bears were in playoff contention this year. Do you look at what they're doing and say, boy, they're just like. A tweak away. Now, if you added Deshaun Watson to what they're doing, okay, maybe they're in a different conversation. But I I agree with you. There are certain philosophical things here, things beneath the surface that need to be addressed offensively as well as defensively before the Vikings jump into one of these on-the-cusp or current contenders categories. How how do you watch that third-quarter drive in Tampa Bay
0: when you were down, again, I believe, by 17 points? How do you watch that drive and say, this is acceptable, good idea? Like that drive right there should be put on a film of, of um, the grave that, that this era of Viking football will be eventually buried in, and
2: that is, that to me is the poster child for what was wrong. Yeah. Um, so you know, um, more conversations to be had here as we look to continue fixing and molding the Vikings. Real quick, thank you so much to everyone. The last two days have been two of the most consumed episodes of Purple Daily. Since we took it over on a daily basis in, uh, in the early part of 2020, mostly Kirk Cousins speculation discussions the last couple episodes. So, so don't tell us not to speculate, dang it, because the people want speculation, and we are the and godfathers they, of Club Reckless Speculation. They want it reckless.
0: The people want it reckless, and I love it.
2: Reckless speculation. The, cl-
0: the club. <laughs> um, What's the handshake? Or fist
2: bump now, I guess. It's got to be a fist bump. Or the Recently, forearm like, shiver bump. It's like an elbow tap. Yeah.
1: Elbow tap. Also- uh um, hard, hard seltzer cheer.
2: Oh, I like it, guys. Yep. There it is. There you go. Um, we also have an Instagram account. It's, uh, it's at Score North. S-K-O-R North is our, our parent company here that um, that produces Purple Daily, Mackie & Judd, The Scoop with Doogie, and Roycey Unchained. So you can hit us up on Instagram, instagram.com slash North. Uh, the Dexter, the underscore Dexter for Declan. I am at Phil Mackey, and he is at Jay Zolgad. So you can hit us up. And we're also all on Twitter, too, if you want to uh, follow more of our shenanigans. So thank you for hanging out with us. And tomorrow we are expected to be joined on the show by none other than Jared Allen, former great Vikings pass rusher and uh, a man who knows how to wear a mullet. Oh, God, yeah. So we'll talk to him, get him maybe oh, tell, yeah. tell him some stories from his time. Thanks for hanging out with us on Purple Daily.